Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Podcast, powered by Welcome Home Beef. For the highest quality fillets, ribeyes, well, any cut of beef, you want to try Welcome Home Beef. Find it at a grocery store near you. Pickens Jackson. All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now morning. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Zone. a quick turnaround usually stay up for that but uh that game caught my attention the uh the dogs and the cats big blue nation and uh had to finish that through man i love hoops i know this is a football show but i love hoops uh good morning welcome in on this uh quick turnaround grab some coffee a uh bucked up energy drink This is when you need a bucked-up energy drink. When you get a late-game tip, and then you get overtime, right? How about that, Blake? The recap of this game will be powered by bucked-up energy drinks. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. WRKS, we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. Blake uh, pulled those numbers yesterday, and they are beautiful. Thank you so much for downloading the Out of Bounds radio app, and thanks for using it. We appreciate it. Um, We're powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook, and um, I hope you took Mississippi State. We're also presented by DancingRabbitGolf.com. DancingRabbitGolf.com. And you can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Twitter, follow us on Twitter, at Bowbounds. And then, what was Mississippi Ag? Now, Ag Up Equipment. 
text line is 601-885-3776. I've got Blake with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. We will go to New Orleans at 830 and welcome in, uh, well, the uh, the columnist in the state of New Orleans the last 25 years when it comes to sports. Uh, the dude who wrote the uh, the book, Peyton and Breeze, um, part of the uh, best offense in the history of the NFL, Jeff Duncan, will join us at 8.30. Jeff Duncan, who wrote the book on Peyton and Breeze, will join us at 8.30. And, of course, he will be on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. So, um, we got a lot to cover today. You... you we talked about Sean Payton possibly retiring. Um, Blake and I went kind of back and forth on it. I thought he would. Yep. And uh, so I didn't know anything. I didn't have any inside scoop. I just think when a man at 57 years old and you've accomplished what you've accomplished and you just married a 37-year-old and your daughter has moved out into the workforce and she's far, far away. Um, and one place for 16 years in this industry is an enormous time. Enormous time. Oh. That's an outlier. Yeah. There's only like a, Belichick, right? There's Tomlin, Belichick, you know, Peyton. That's there's very and, few. And Harbaugh. That's yeah. about it. Yep. That's it. And and Pete Carroll's racking them up. But but you're right, Blake. It is not but a handful out of thirty two jobs where those guys stay over six years, much less over 10, 12, 13 years. And he's such a uh part of the fabric of New Orleans. Um like some of you, I grew up in New Orleans, had family down there. We spent um, some Thanksgiving and Christmases down there. Um, I got to kind of bebop around um, at maybe a, a different level than just going and staying in a hotel. Um, staying, you know, at my aunt's house. She lived about, oh gosh, Blake Scott could probably grab a five iron and hit two lane. And um, so that's all cool. And the, and the city's amazing. And the gumbo that makes the city go is uh, what's made it fun for us over the years to take uh, road trips and celebrate either the Saints playing there or Ole Miss or Mississippi State in football, basketball, and baseball, actually. I've attended all three where uh, one or both of those teams are playing. But the one thing that New Orleans had lacked as I was growing up was what? A championship, a winner. You want a winner, I want a winner. We want to win. And uh, there's a scoreboard every day in life. And uh, you keep that kind of mental scoreboard and, and business scoreboard and all of that. And the Saints uh, had won 40% of their games from 1967 to 2005. And I don't remember when my first Saints game was, but let's just say it was 1980. And um, so from 1967 to 2005, they won 40% of their games. From 2006 until a couple of weeks ago, 2021 season, since Sean Payton took over, they won 62% of their games. He's the big wolf wolf in the dog. Yep. He's a Hall of Famer. He's the goat. He's the guy. And uh, nobody knew who he was when Mickey Loomis and that contingent of Saints executives uh, decided to hire, not a coordinator, but a quarterback coach, and not really from a winning franchise, from the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Parcells was doing some, some good things, but they they haven't. We, you know the drill. 
They haven't gotten out of their way since 1995. So this was not like a super winning franchise, but uh, they tapped Sean Payton. Sean Payton pulls the biggest recruitment in the history of the state of Louisiana. That's right, even more so than Joe Burrow landing at LSU. No. Um, the, and it wasn't Mike Ditka landing Mike Ditka or Mike Ditka landing Ricky, Ricky Williams. Williams. Yeah. It was by far and away one, Sean, and then Drew Brees. Um, you know, Drew Brees, the guy that looks like your surgical sales rep this morning. Shout out Nick Saban and the Miami doctors. That's right. So as that went down, you know, uh, I guess Mississippi State and Ole Miss fans could sit there and go, well, I'm so glad. And then you could also go, darn it. I've gotten 14 years of Nick Saban because of that. Because if Saban lands him, maybe he makes a, a nice run in the NFL and we don't have the Alabama dynasty because uh, they were not going to be a dynasty with anybody else. And, and yet, you know, we had this historic run in New Orleans with Sean and Drew. And we've had this uh, historic run in, in Tuscaloosa because of that uh, medical decision. And from there, you know, as as someone, I, you know, I was in my I was in year three when Sean took over. I never in a million years thought anything about it. Did y'all even cover it? Like how how much did you cover the Saints the first three years, four years, five years? That a you were little here? bit. Bank Plus became a, a, a partner, and they sponsored the training camp at Millsap. Yep. So I, had, I remember that. I had more access than probably other people. That was a big deal, too. It was a big yeah. deal back then. I mean, you know, we were trying to figure it out, and you, uh, for whatever reason, Sean wanted to get out of the Metairie area uh, the first couple of years. I, you're a new coach. You're trying to establish Shake your own. things up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I need I need him to be in a dorm room and, you know. But, you know, so they go to Millsaps. He does the whole thing. I never in a million, I can remember going to some of the practices, and I, I never in a million years thought that uh, they would hoist a Lombardi trophy. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. It is. Or, or that Sean would be in the NFC championship game so quickly, Blake, against yeah. the Chicago Bears. Yeah, it was a hot start. And then they had the the weird valley in the middle, and then kind of a hot finish, you know. Yeah, well, Sean, so Sean Sean's brilliance um, was his Achilles, Blake. Yeah, um, I think that's, I mean, that's exactly for right. every man. Okay, um, it's a fine line between flying too high to the sun and flying at the right height, right? He became a rock star overnight. Yeah. NFC Championship game, loss, then Super Bowl win. He lost his way. Nola can eat you up. Okay. As, as Nola no can eat you up. He lost his way, <laughs> got divorced, you know, was was power drunk. And here's what usually doesn't happen to men. He was able to flush it, shake it, figure it out, and have a remarkable last whatever it was, six years. Hall of Famer, Sean Payton retires. Mississippi State loses a close one to Kentucky in overtime. Molinar was sensational. And Kentucky is good. Auburn escapes a win at Missouri. And they they were checked out. Uh, And then Bonds and Clemens don't get in the Hall of Fame. And Aaron Rodgers rips the mainstream media, and he nailed it. Back with the big board in a shake. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show podcast, powered by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Try a Tito's Handmade Margarita today. What's on the big board?
Oh, good morning. Welcome in to all you crazy people. Yes, all of you. Did Jackson Dart commit yet? Woo, I already have Jackson Dart fatigue. Got new rumors on the Caleb Williams trail, though. Really? Have you not heard this? Is he going to Mississippi State? <laughs> yeah, right. Like he could build, beat Will Rogers. Okay, well, <laughs> that was funny. He could play running back. Yeah, uh, only if Chad Bumpus coaches. Uh, <laughs> you don't want Chad Bumpus. He's from he's from the state of Mississippi. Yeah, he might starter. he might know players and right. coaches. Yeah, that was, <laughs> stop stop this nonsense. Um, the latest rumors on Caleb Williams not headed to Southern Cal. Wyoming, Big Red on Wisconsin. Dun, 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 on Wisconsin, he's not going to the Badgers. Are you serious? You really, are you, you, you really didn't see all this last night? No, dude. I, I was oh, at dinner. yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a meeting. Then I was at dinner. Strong reports Wisconsin. And I got home and I locked in this Mississippi State. Strong Kentucky. reports Wisconsin is the leader in the clubhouse over Lincoln Riley and Southern Cal now. Okay. I wouldn't make that up. That's not, I wouldn't lie to the listeners. Well, goodness gracious. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, WRKS. We're streaming live, live, live on the Out of Bounds radio app. That's right. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. I'm loving that. Uh, Jeff Duncan will join us. NOLA.com, Saints Insider at 830. Talk about, I mean, we'll go 23 minutes like we do at 730, 830, and 930. 23, almost 24 minutes. No break. Of Sean Payton, New Orleans, the impact, the immeasurable impact of Sean Payton on Houdat Nation, NOLA, the city, the state, the Lombardi Trophy, the Hall of Famers that he produced, and yes, it's more than one. And uh, it was pretty cool to see all the players tweet out yesterday. Uh, Cam Jordan, uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, Lance Moore, um, Marquise Colston. Uh, just the list goes on. Demario Davis was there. Y'all saw him at the press conference. Uh, God, could you see the respect that Sean Payton had for Demario Davis? Ooh. I mean, your your leader's lead. It's pretty simple. Yep. We get all bogged down in, you know, books that are 15 chapters. Demario Davis, leader's lead. And and um, what, what, look what he did to Demario Davis's career. Of course, Demario Davis talking about playing for the Jets and the Browns and then going and playing for the Saints. And what a different... Again, it's culture, right? Oh. You know, it's all that all that stuff that we, is so tough to define but is there for all of us in life every day. Um, but it's got to be set up. And you can go about it. Culture can be all, you know, sorts of different things. Um, a different approach. But Sean Payton won 62% of his games. In the NFL... I hope you understand how filthy that is. That's walking into a room for the rest of your life, rarefied air. Dude, Sean Payton's one of the best coaches in the history of the league um, at a time when... Oh, and Blake, this is at a time when the league flipped to offensive-driven. Correct. To You could say he was part of that. No question. No question. And... Sean Payton is hired. Nobody knows who he is, and the rest is history. Your life was full of 10-win seasons plus and playoff appearances and playoff wins 
and winning the Super Bowl in Miami. You have a Lombardi trophy. I yeah. Mean, that makes you a chance. It's so different looking at the Saints and the organization in the city now. Well, it's funny you compared them to the Jets because they were the Jets prior to the Sean Jets, Payton. There was the no, Lions, the there Browns. Was, yeah, there was no difference between them and the Jags, the Browns. Like you said, the Lions. There was, the Saints were the same franchise yep. prior to Sean Payton. Do you realize Brees. how many love Now they are considered... That would be extremely difficult the next decade, okay? Correct. But they are, con- they are now one of the top four to six franchises in the NFL. They've lived in the playoffs. They have a Lombardi trophy. They've been to three NFC championship games. They've had a Hall of Fame quarterback. They have other Hall of Fame players on their team. That is. And you know who else may have a chance at the Hall of Fame? Like, we forget about these guys when we do it every year because we only focus on the players. And maybe a coach, if we're interested. Mickey Loomis. They do put executives in. They do. They absolutely do. And Loomis, I mean, because I think the story will be one of, from 1967 to 2005, the franchise only won 40% of its games. I think that's exactly. Well, you have to look at, it's what what we talk about with Mike Leach at Texas Tech and Washington State. There's great coaches. I mean, you can argue it's it's a little bit different situation, but like what Nick Saban did to both LSU and Alabama, taking them out of dysfunction and putting them into obviously dominant positions. I just think that the greatest coaches are stories of taking wayward programs and writing them not not just writing the ship, but then turning that ship into a dominant you know force moving forward. And I think that's what Sean Payton did. Now the the question is, was it all Sean Payton? It was, was it all that Sean Drew Loomis cocktail that can't be replicated, or is there enough structure here that the next guy, if they make the right hire, can come in and win? And You know, I mean, you don't have to win a Super Bowl to be successful, but no. you, you need to be competitive right. in the NFC South. I, I yeah. would go with probably not. Yeah. Uh, probably not. I hope I'm wrong. It has been a blast to cover them, and uh, I never thought I would say that because I was not interested in the Saints whatsoever when I took this job. No one was. Um, I didn't. And, and I'll tell you this. No, I'll, I'll, I'll go into storytelling in the next segment. I've got 24 minutes Yeah, straight. I'll, I'll tell you more about kind of my um, reinvestment into the Saints and how it happened and and that it coincided with, obviously, Sean and, and, and Drew uh, going to New Orleans. Right now, Sean. Think about all the big games they played in, Blake. Oh, yeah. There were no big games in New Orleans prior there to this. There was not. No. Yeah. No. Uh, they Sean, didn't play on Monday Night Football? <laughs> no. Sean Payton's uh, 152 wins with the Saints, good enough for 21st all-time in NFL history in total wins. That's pretty darn strong. Yeah. Good grief. And some of those guys are, you know, pre, pre, pre Super Bowl era. Sure. So. Sure. Um, also, his ability to... Hire an unbelievable defensive coordinator, Blake, blows me away. Couple times. True. Yep. True. One got him in trouble. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but he he did have the ability to hire good people. No. And by the way, that's important. You have to be able to surround Carmichael yourself. Carmichael and yeah. Lombardi on the offensive side of the football yep. for years knew what Sean wanted. Yep. They could handle working for Sean, which is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of dab. But if you want to ride, hey, if you want to ride the stallion, brother, look, if you want to do. There are people who choose they don't want to be in that, uh, on that level, Correct. in that plane, in that room, their whole life, their whole yeah. in whatever industry they're in. They don't want to be really, really pushed. 
They're they're not okay uh, with having someone there that is going to elevate everybody and sometimes rip your, you know. Reading the book by Jeff Duncan, Peyton, and Breeze gave me a better, gave me more clarity Mm -hmm. and a better understanding on one, how Sean operates. Um, and, And his deep, deep investment into the Saints and his workaholic-type schedule. But Lombardi and Carmichael were so valuable yeah. to him as offensive assistants. And I, you can't put a price no. on that, especially in the NFL where all these games are decided between two and five points. A little bit of Clemson and Dabo in what they built in New Orleans early in that, that consistency and continuity allowed yeah. them to excel at a level that other offenses weren't able to because they had so much turnover. I think he looked around and said, some of those guys I just referenced aren't here anymore. Yeah. Drew Brees isn't here yep. anymore. It's time for a change. I've been, I've done this, and I just got married to someone who I'm, I'm in love with, and I married her in June, and then I left and didn't come back starting July 10th because that's the way it is in the NFL, and that's not what I want to do yep. again. And I want to do a little TV, which he mentioned. We're going to drop some great audio. And uh, and then he may jump back in it and become the Dallas Cowboys there head coach you go. and lead Dak Prescott and the Cowboys to their first NFC Championship game in 26 years. Good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Mississippi State played their blank off last night to put the cap to that team. We'll be back in a sec. SEC Insider Hit coming up next. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show podcast powered by the Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino at the Pearl River Resort. To get in on the action, visit Golden Moon Casino today. Hey guys, listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. You think Kentucky had too much down low? Big O? Dude, Oscar, Oscar can play. He can play. That kid is talented to be that big and that age and have that kind of footwork. 21 and 22. <laughs> Who drops 21 and 22? Uh, in college basketball? No, no. no. That's Shaq at his prime, Dwight Howard at his prime. No. That's no. elite big man game. Yeah, it was. Uh, Shibway? Is that what you told Oscar me? Oscar Shibway. Shibway. From the Congo. From the post. That guy's, man, his hand-eye coordination. Again, his footwork. Uh, his oh. How about the fact that he was 7-11? 7 of 11 from free throw line for well, a big guy. For a big guy. That's and in, he's got some, some really nice touch there. That's incredible. It is incredible. And he's, he's a wonderful player. 21 points, 22 boards, uh, 15 on the defensive end. Um, way too much to handle for Mississippi State. Uh, thought MSU played well. Um, you know, you can't miss six layups or whatever it was in the first half. And they were playing so fast. Uh, you know, they Kentucky sped them up just a little too much. And um, they missed about a half a dozen just point-blank layups. And that's too difficult to overcome 
when you're playing Kentucky. And, you know, Molinar was brilliant. Uh, again, offensive scoring efficiency, which we talk about in football, it's the same thing in hoops. Uh, the young man uh, was 13 to 21, and, you know, 30 points in a. 30 points in a college basketball game is filthy. Uh, he needed more help. That's obvious. And, um, you know, he got 11 from Garrison Brooks. He needed more than that. And then um, you can't have DJ Jeffries and Matthews combined to a 12 from the field. And then, you know, Rocket Watts came off the bench for a little bit of oomph uh, for nine points. And and that's that's where you are. Better team won. Uh, but if you hit some of those point blank layups in the second half, maybe the comeback is not as uh, well. Not maybe the um, well, you're not as, you're not down, uh, and and you don't have to scratch and claw as much. But uh, it was an entertaining game. Second half for sure. Yeah, it's, second half was was entertaining, and um, it's where I God, I'm gonna sound like a broken record. You you just you need another guard. Should have should have beaten Ole Miss. Should have beaten Florida. You wouldn't. This game wouldn't hurt you. But now it does because you didn't. It's a good point. So uh, you you got to go on the road and try to beat Texas Tech, and that'll be difficult because you probably got up. You know, you just got up for two games, a rivalry game, and then most everybody gets up for Kentucky. Win or lo- you know, win or lose, you usually lose. But it's because <laughs> they're uh, they're big blue man, big blue nation. And uh, that place was rocking last night. It was. It was a good it atmosphere. Was great atmosphere. That's what you like to see um, in college basketball. Y'all know I love hoops and fun game, entertaining game. Uh, I think they'll come up short. They'll go to the NIT, but they could uh, definitely surprise me and figure it out. It, it, boy, they're going to have to rip off some wins and, and get some mojo going and not lose a game literally at home. And still a couple on the road. But Molinar is a uh, really good player. And, man, Blake, he can take it to the goal. He He's just so When good. they tried to press him up. Yeah. And then he would just slice past people. I mean, you could tell Calipari didn't really. He wanted to press and play up on everybody. But it was like the problem was Molinar was getting past anybody that they put on him. So you kind of had to just force it out of his hand and let someone else take a shot. Cause yeah. Because they weren't going to hit it. Um, here's my question for you on January 26th, 7:35 AM central daylight time. Uh, Mississippi state is a blank team, NCAA or NIT? NIT. You're, you're, you're sure on that? Well, that's where okay. I am today. Mississippi state and Ben, How Ben Howland walks out on the court for Mississippi state in 2022 to start the new season. Yes or no? I'm going to go. Yes. Okay. But if things completely unravel, then no. If they play like they can, and again, they're not they're not special or a great team by any stretch, but if they play like they can, they can win. Um they can still win a bunch of games. Okay. Yeah. I mean nobody's gonna care by then. Nobody here's where you are in the state of Mississippi. Years ago, the NIT, hold on real quick, out of bounds one oh five nine the zone ESPN is brought to you by the purple mattress at Muskelly Sleep Store. The one, the only, Purple Grid, groundbreaking, no-pressure gel technology is the star of every Purple Mattress at Muskelly Sleep Store, any of the seven locations. Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. 
The Ag Up Equipment text line is 601-885-3776. Here's what's happened, Blake. Is years ago before you can remember is when when Mississippi State or Ole Miss, well, I remember the 87 Southern Miss NIT Championship, and I was in love with that team, but that was a different time in my life. But years ago, MSU and Ole Miss would get a little excited about an NIT. Well, going to the NIT and winning a few games. And Mississippi State just played in the championship of the NIT last year. And Hallen took them to Madison Square Garden in the final four of the NIT a few years ago. I was yep. at that game against Penn State where Penn State Ooh. ran them out of the building. Way better Hitting team. like 15 threes. But now... As big as college baseball is, you can't, on March 20th or whatever date that is, where you accept your NIT bid, nobody cares. Nope. That's just where we are. We are so locked into college baseball by then. We are in SEC play. We have two teams that are preseason top five. Not not top 10, not not top 15, not top 20. Two teams from the same state. Yeah. Out of 350 teams are ranked in the top five. Yeah. <laughs> That's Mississippi incredible. State is, is you know, three, four, five. Ole Miss is ranked high. You got a defending national champion. And so when you look at the NIT and when you get that bid on March 20th, people are already focused on Friday MSU, night starters <laughs> on MSU and Arkansas and Ole Miss and Auburn series. And and so there's just, there's there's nothing there. And there's no more oxygen in the room and so on. So that's that's one of the frustrations. And Mississippi State still kind of thinks they're a tournament program because of what happened between 1994 and 2009 where you went to nine NCAA tournaments, including two Sweet, sweet 16s and a Final Four. And look, Stansberry advanced to the second round four times. He lost... All four times, but he gave you a little bit of oomph into the weekend where he lost to Duke, Xavier, Texas, and someone else. Um, so that's where we are. I doubt that you can find someone better than Ben Hallen, but I also understand the c- complaints of uh, Ben offensively. It, you know, Hallen is not a guy who's going to sell the program. He's just not. And... uh that's just not who he is. I don't think he ever really has thought that way. Um, I probably didn't have to do it at Pitt when he got them winning and going to tournaments. Uh, didn't have to. UCLA doesn't. This is hard to fathom, but they don't really care. But, I mean, Polly Pavilion hasn't been packed since like 1978. But uh, when he was going to three straight Final Fours at UCLA, um, I don't even think they were showing up anyway, but he wasn't selling it. And here is a little bit different. You People want a little bit of that Rick Stansberry. I did notice this after the game. You know me. It's rare that I stay all the way through. And uh, I watched Hallen after the game on Saturday against Ole Miss. And Ben, it's almost awkward for him. I think he's a good guy. But he he goes over to one of the alumni sections and points a little bit. And he stops and he realizes he needs to kind of salute the students. And so he does. But instead of going, literally just walking all the way down and back to all in front of the student section, just a little of that goes a long way. 
He just kind of points at, you know, one section, and then, boom, he's in the tunnel. There is something to just, I'm, and look, this comes down to like 15 more seconds, maybe 12. I don't know. Because, you, you know, right. he's old, so maybe 20. And, and so you just walk down and, and get them even more. They were still there and still excited. And you sell the program a little bit, fist pump, all that. And it's just not in him. And, and so I think that's, uh, and, and also Hallen caught his rebuild, his rebuild happened when Vic Schaefer was going to national championship games and people still text us on the ag up equipment text line and go, well, Vic sold the hump out at $5 a ticket. Not it, not it. You know, you have to buy I think the men's tickets are 360 bucks a pop, plus they give you the licensing fee or whatever it's called. And so it's just a different way of running the numbers. Kudos to Vic and those teams. But Hallen, all his upswing with Q Weatherspoon and those teams, Reggie Perry and, um, you know, Woodard and so on, coincided with Vic having a top five team in women's hoops. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. We'll have Jeff Duncan on, uh, he's with NOLA.com, Times Picayune, columnist. Jeff Duncan, Saints Insider, wrote the book, Peyton and Breeze. He will join us at 8.30 on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. So this is, uh, we're going to drop a little Sean Payton audio, and this is him talking about how he felt like it could be his final season before the year. This is Sean Payton yesterday retiring at his every, press conference. Every year you go to training camp, and the one unique thing about our job is it's entirely different than your summer. And I don't know if, if it was a year earlier maybe, depending on when Drew retired. It, look, he and I never discussed when his last game would be or when I'd be finished. I just felt like this season, wasn't, it was challenging for everyone. But, man, I felt like it was time. I felt like it was time. You know, I kind of knew maybe heading into training camp this might, but you don't, you, you, you know, you don't share that with anyone. You think, well, let's see how the season goes, and we're working hard, and and I felt the time was right for me. I felt the time was right, and it's something that I, I've, I've been thinking about. That was Sean Payton yesterday. What was his opening remarks, Blake? Ninety-two minutes. Do you think a guy's ready to do TV? Was that was that not like a um, tryout? What do, what do they call him? An audition? Yeah. That was Sean Payton's audition to TV right yeah. there. 92 minutes for an opening statement. Yeah. Only Hugh Freeze spoke longer at those SEC media days. That, that was one hilarious year. when Hugh Freeze did that. He talked about his like fourth string red shirt tight ends. It Wasn't was that incredible. Funny? Yeah. Sean Payton, 92 minutes. You don't think that guy kind of was ready to pat himself on the back after 16 years in NOLA? Oh, man. Hey, guys. I am the man. And he is. He is. No doubt. Hey, this is Sean Payton talking about whether he's interested in being on your television with a microphone in his hand. I'd like to try TV. And I've had some opportunities, and yet I really don't. I talked to Drew a little bit about it last night. I don't, uh, I don't know that part of it that well. Um, but that'd be something that would interest me. And so... I think the hardest part is sitting in your chair saying, wait a minute, you haven't talked with a network yet. You haven't talked with, like, not a word. Um, so 
hopefully that opportunity comes. Uh, he had offers by last night in his agents uh, on his agent's phone. Rumor is he got an offer midseason. Boom. Yeah, there was already discussion of this in the New Orleans New Orleans media like a week Jeff or two Bezos ago. Jeff Bezos called him with Amazon. Well, that's a great question. Who is Amazon pushing after for I Thursday mean, he's night? He's probably hung out with Bezos at some point. Yeah. I mean, Sean likes a little celebrity, and, and that's fine. And, and but Sean likes it. He's he's got it. He's built up a little celebrity Rolodex over the there's years. There's no doubt about that. He runs in tight circle. There's no doubt. And, and his daughter's running in that space. And and you know, you always want to help your kids. And he brings a name, and you get invited to those cool, fun things in Brentwood and Manhattan Beach. Yep. He, He's been doing a little bit of that in the offseason the last decade. No doubt. And with ESPN making a very strong push at Al Michaels, trying to pull him away from Sunday night football, oh, yeah. there looks to be another big shakeup coming in NFL broadcasting. Well, give it to me. Sean Payton will be a highly coveted piece, I think, potentially, depending on how all these different other pieces move around yeah. and who gets left at the altar, right? Somebody will. Somebody's going to come up short and have to settle on somebody else. So it be interesting to see what happens there. Okay. And then we still have the whole Manning cast thing. Yeah, which is a totally ancillary, like, second part. Yeah, absolutely. And which will, is will someone else go that route? Will Amazon go that route and say, hey, we're going to do two broadcasts for Thursday uh, yes. Night Football. We're going to pay one crew to do the normal broadcast, and we're going to pay Sean and Drew to watch the game like the well, Mannings let, do. Let's say Peyton and Eli got, got, got $10 million a piece to do 10 games, all right? Um, I mean, that's an enormous amount of money, but it's kind of not in there. And who they are. Amazon can offer whatever, Blake, for the Manning cast. I mean, seriously. They they can go to Peyton and Eli and say. Or just build their own. They can say, all right, Peyton, Omaha Productions, you know, what do you want to do? Uh, this, this, and this. All right, we'll pay you and Eli $30 a piece. And give you four movie deals. Yeah. Yeah, and, exactly. And all this other access to everything that we're doing in the world of Amazon. Yeah. We'll to, be your distributor, help, yeah, you everything. Know, yeah. Omaha Productions, and you just have to do 10 games a year. Just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. But Sean Payton doing TV, um, you know, Sean is active on social media, which is rare for a for an NFL coach. You know, we've got the Lane Kiffin thing, and, 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 and Lane's witty and clever on Twitter, especially if you're an Ole Miss fan. You love it. You eat it up. Uh, Sean is is very active for an NFL coach on Twitter. You, you don't see that from John Harbaugh, no. from Bill Belichick, um, you know Andy Reid, guys the like young that. Guys, McVay and Shanahan are not on Twitter. Yeah, Lafleur. You could go on and on, but but Sean has not only embraced it, but he's also like he's on Instagram too. I mean, it's funny. He has been out there, and he kind of gets it. And uh, I think he'll be great on TV. Most of the time, coaches are not. I mean, Bill Cower and Tony Dungy, it's a great time to take a nap, right? Drew Brees is boring on TV. I mean, Brees, Cower, and Tony Dungy, give me some of that, I'm asleep, right? Maybe maybe a little milk, and, and, and I'm good to go. I mean, Boring. Why are you taking shots at Drew Brees like that, and, man? Uh, well, he is. And I'm not saying that Drew can't find his fastball on TV. But he's no Tony Romo. 
Well, not just Romo, but I could go into some other guys. Uh, yeah. Michael Strahan is brilliant on yeah. TV, okay? Yep. He's got a presence. He's yep. engaging. I want to listen to what he's saying. Jimmy Johnson is unbelievable on TV. I will actually stop and while I'm walking yeah. around and listen yeah. to Jimmy Johnson and Michael Strahan tell me what they think mm-hmm. in a world where we can get that 6,000 places throughout the week with podcasts and sports talk radio. I'm not stopping when Tony Dungy... Bill Cower, Terry Bradshaw, or Drew Brees yeah. are saying anything. Yeah. Sunday Night Football in America or whatever. That's what's called Football Night in America, which is what they what Dungey and Brees do. With, yeah. Well, it was great when you had – you have to have some bite. Dan and Patrick. Rodney Harrison yeah. and Dan yeah. Patrick yeah. were great, and Tony could just be irrelevant. But also the league but, was different, too. Like, access is so much now that nothing, they don't do anything that I haven't already seen 15 times no by doubt, that point. Because you and I have the NFL Network on every morning and all that stuff. I mean, Good Morning Football is, which is their morning show, is a million times better Elite. than anything you're going to get on Sunday from Terry Bradshaw, Tony Dungy, or Bill, Bill Cowher. And none 100%. of those uh, on, the, on that broadcast are former players. And there's only one former, I'm sorry, former coach. And there's only, they only rotate in one former player out of the four studio hosts. Yep. So um, we're looking for interesting, and that's not where it is. Now, I got to segue real quick. Aaron Rodgers absolutely smoked the mainstream media, and he crushed it. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood, MackHikeFlowood.com. This is Aaron Rodgers talking about the mainstream media. The vitriol, the hatred, those words. I'll be honest, I've been insulated from it. I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of it. I know it's out there. I'm sure it's out there. But I do, uh, I do have empathy for for those individuals who have been dealing with this fear. Is the hatred based on the fact that I don't have that fear, that I've taken responsibility for my own health, uh, possibly, uh, that I don't fall in line uh, with a you know a narrative, possibly. But I will say I, I don't believe that hatred and fear and name calling and any of this stuff is going to get us out of this pandemic it's going to be love and connection and actually conversation and debate and information sharing and not information sharing that's fact checked by the same individuals who are you know running the pharmaceutical industry when you look into some of those connections it is interesting to see some of the connections between fact checkers and boards and and that's and that's too bad nailed it Aaron Rodgers nailed it. The mainstream media. For them, it was never about health or sharing good, accurate info. It was always about pushing fear and division. Aaron Rodgers nailed it. And for him to say it, because you know, there's so many cowards in the entertainment industry that won't come out and say it. Only those that oppose that view are allowed to say anything. Um, I love the comedians from all different backgrounds the comedians have never let up the last two years i mean they smelled this thing and were like what and they have come out left and right and just you know pushed back and hammered the the mainstream media aaron Rodgers is what we all need with a cup of coffee i mean that was smart logic and reason we've gone into this abstract place of nonsense kudos to aaron Rodgers. One of my favorite players now. Never knew I I never knew he would be like I I've loved watching him play. He's great. He's had all these great moments on Sunday, but I never thought that I would I would like 
you know, I've got, there's Dak, and then there's, you know, Aaron Rodgers is close 1A. A couple other guys, too. But uh, so, Blake, do you, what, what are you talking about with this um, Jackson Dart? Oh, yeah. The right, latest. So, so we got Caleb William. Uh, let me set this up for our listeners. I know a lot of you are busy. We've got about a, a minute. I'm going to let Blake go for 20 seconds or so. Real quick, Blake. Caleb Williams played at Oklahoma last year. Yep. Rumors that he was going to follow Lincoln Riley to Southern Cal. It was all but done. Jackson Dart played some at Southern Cal last year. Yep. Rumors that he's heavily, uh, you know, leaning to Ole Miss. Yes. Uh, where are we now? So well, we don't know, but he, what's the scuttle? The like? latest over the over the last 24 hours is that Caleb Williams, who was all but at USC, is no longer all but at USC, and that Wisconsin is not only a heavy player in landing the former Oklahoma quarterback who still has three years of eligibility left but but also that they're maybe the front runner now over southern cal which is throwing a wrinkle in jackson dart's plans because now jackson dart is supposedly waiting out caleb williams to determine whether or not lincoln's going to bring him back to southern cal this is what we call drama drama in the Sun Belt. good morning welcome in espn 105.9 the zone the out of bounds show is brought to you by the Purple Mattress, the one and only Purple Grid. Groundbreaking, no-pressure gel technology is the star of every Purple Mattress at Miskelly Sleep Store. Seven locations. Check them out. Go, test it out, lay down on it. You'll love it. We've been sleeping on a Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store for six or seven months. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Jeff Duncan, Saints Insider. At 8.30 on Sean Payton retiring. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.